It's time to ham up. Okay. Now I gotta really try hard. Shut it down! Somehow it's the best. Yum Chunks Podcast. Yum Chunks! Hey everybody, welcome to After the Credits, a Yum Chunks podcast. I am Sean and with me as always, well mostly as always, is Vince. Hello. And Chris. Hi. And Ryan. Oh boy. <laughs> hey. Uh, we're all here. It's been a while, but we're back. What happened to us? Uh, More likely, what happened to the uh, that's a good question. No movies were out. Let's pretend that movies stopped got, getting made, so we had nothing I to mean, talk about. I mean, good movies stopped getting made. That was That's a fact, right? Ouch. Ouch. Uh, well, good movies that we all saw. Uh, how about, instead of good movies, I think just like big movies stopped getting made. Yeah. Because it was August and September. But no luckily, be, there will be no like blockbusters going into the end of the year, really. There's only a handful. So we'll have to start just doing these for lesser-known films. Well, <laughs> speaking of which, the film tonight that we're talking about is, oh man, everyone demanded it, and this is exactly what the type of film you come to us <laughs> And to every, everybody demanded it being us. We, we demanded yes. Sean be here for us to talk about this. crazy rich asians finally you've been waiting for weeks <laughs> you're welcome audience <laughs> and after all the hinting at what other things we'll be talking about sorry to bother you black Klansmen, potentially other amazing films we settled on crazy rich asians <laughs> i don't want to go too far into this but that insults mm-hmm. me sean i really like this movie not, I did not make any comment on the movie. I have not made any judgment. You, by showing we could have like... done any of these other fantastic films. Sean, 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 can you put down your egg yeah. for a moment? Because I can hear that egg just being in your mouth. you chewing that egg. Oh, I it's... feel like the people, the audience wants to, a tactile you know, experience. They'll listen as if, you know, every, like they're here. Well, oh, every man, bite, this is, every this is bite kind Sean. of a shocker. I was on Rotten Tomatoes and a simple favor, that Anna Kendrick blake lively one is actually yeah. getting pretty damn good reviews yeah i saw that i was i was impressed to see it was getting such good reviews hmm. also interesting is that Mandy. um abiza is getting quite a good review on rotten tomatoes <laughs> just want to throw that in which one do they have rotten tomatoes reviews a- abiza I-, I guess they do netflix movie reviews on that i don't know yeah that's a thing chris you don't know about abiza i know it's a thing <laughs> I mean, I heard it's pretty also, good. Also, this, Nic- this new Nicolas Cage movie, Mandy, is at 96% right now. <laughs> I saw that, too. What the <laughs> heck you guys is that movie? For that? Oh, no. you gotta watch the trailer for that. <laughs> I, I remember watching the trailer a couple months ago, and it's crazy. It looks crazy. It looks like it could be amazing, and apparently it is if it's that good at reviews. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Um, What's it called? Mandy? Yeah, Mandy. Mandy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, before we get into Crazy Rich Asians... You guys could skip ahead if you want to get into that, because I know you can't wait to hear us talk about that. But um, it's been a while, so we've all probably been up to lots of different things in the last couple of weeks, um, even if we haven't been watching big blockbuster films and talking about them with our dear friends. Um, we've been doing other things. What have other people been, what have you guys been doing other than watching Crazy Rich Asians? Well, uh, that's all I've been doing, actually, <laughs> just on repeat, constantly watching the movie. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, well, actually, so uh, some of the things that I've been doing. One, I took a road trip to Denver. That was fun. Um, and in news and media, um, I saw the movie Eighth Grade. 
Um, I also saw the movie Black Klansman. Both of were fantastic. I saw both of those films and, as well, and they were also they were also, um, they were fantastic. You're right. And yeah, I would say Eighth Grade is I don't know. It's probably my favorite movie of the of the year because mm-hmm. um, I'm secretly an eighth year old, eighth grade uh, white girl in, in my soul. <laughs> um, uh, and what else? Uh, I saw the the musical Newsies and Moonlight. Ooh. That was fun. Okay. Was a uh, twelve year old Christian Bell there? Yeah, nice. he was. It was fantastic. Did I wait? Did I already mention that on this you podcast? Did. I feel like I have. What? I did. So never mind. That doesn't count. Wait. Um, I don't understand. <laughs> News. The concept what? of musical theater. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't get it either. Somebody explain it to me. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Anyway, but I also watched the show called Magic for Humans. On oh, Netflix. I love that show. Sean. I know you've seen it. I have it. watched that show and, as well. Oh, yeah. I, I oh wow! It. Maybe we should do a podcast Vince, on that because that was very. There, I feel yeah, like there's a lot I watched to talk that about. One day, man, we should talk more often. <laughs> <laughs> I pretty much watch every new release that's on Netflix. You guys would think you were related. <laughs> You'd think that. Actually, you wouldn't think that. Well, ever since we, ever since we started the podcast, we refused to talk to each other in, in the <laughs> off yeah. chance that we might ruin good content. <laughs> we're being recorded would we be better saved talk. for the podcast. Yep. Okay, wait, wait. Um, first, and, am I the only one yeah. who thinks that? The guy, the magician, looks a lot like a young Glenn Howerton. He does a little bit, yeah. I actually thought he was. For, yeah, I actually thought he was for a second. <laughs> he looks like, yeah, he looks like a shorter kind of Glenn Howerton. Is that what you just said, or do you say younger? I, I said younger, but I guess shorter yeah. maybe too. Um, that show is it's entertaining. I am skeptical about the actual some of the things he does on there. I don't think it's real magic, guys. I'm just going to throw it out there. Oh, blasphemy. That's heresy. <laughs> what, is, what does that mean? What do you mean? I just not... mean that, like, well, because it's a TV show, and, you know, he's doing sleight of hand tricks on these crazy magic tricks, and so it's always like, well, how much of it is, uh, you know, him actually performing an illusion, and how much of it is editing and camera work or whatever. I think for the most part, it's pretty authentic, but there's a few things, and in terms of especially how the audience kind of reacts, I I, I get the sense that some of the audience is sometimes a little, you know, actory. Yeah. I don't know. I just get the sense from some of them. Overall, it's still really entertaining, though, and I enjoy it. Yeah. I think those, yeah, I kind of agree with Sean, but there's, yeah, those are good things that we could talk about if we do a podcast on it. That sounds good. Um. I also watched Disenchantment. Oh, yeah, I watched that. I watched that. Uh, I've seen the pilot. I'm alive. Uh, <laughs> all right. We require Vince to tell us if he's alive every 10 minutes, just to make sure. We have to know. Sorry. Yeah. I sneezed. I don't know if you actually heard that, because I took my oh, mic no. away. Yes, we heard Oh, great. It. Okay. Um, I uh, watched the first episode of that. It was um, okay. I watched it to completion. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's only like eight episodes. Uh-huh. So it was pretty non-committal, but it, was, it had a certain charm. It's it's it wasn't as good as to me, anyways. Obviously, as The Simpsons or quite as Futurama's level, yeah. but uh-huh. there was some there was some kind of whimsical fun there. Yeah, it, to be had by all. Yeah, all. Yeah, I enjoyed the pilot, but I haven't continued watching, so I don't know. I probably will. I started point. watching. Arrested Development for the first time. I've never actually watched that show. Ooh, from the very beginning. Yeah, I'm. I'm Ooh, like... you have a really fun time ahead of you, and then not so much a fun time, and then kind of fun, and then 
Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> just the tracking the quality. Well, he's probably going to watch the re-edited season four. That's so true. That that's... is better than the original, I feel. Like. I disagree. Yeah. More watchable. Well, it's more it's watchable. more watchable for sure. Okay. You're um, more watchable. Well, I've actually well, watched good. quite you a few episodes. I'm like maybe like 15 or 20 episodes into season one. I don't know how long that season is, but it keeps going. It's well back in the olden days when actual TV seasons were like twenty episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, the CW like, still does that. That's not TV. Yeah, but though, nobody watches the CW. <laughs> uh, or do well, cool. They? That's I'm glad you're watching that because yeah, that's oh, man. That's a good to one. To be able to, I want to be in your shoes to be able to watch something for the first time, and that would be one of the things to be fun to watch for the first yeah. time again. It's it's funny how Jason Bateman is just the exact same person and he never yeah. changes. Like the second that the show started, I was like, "Oh, this is just the Jason Bateman I've always known." Okay, yeah. good. Though that persona that you know him now from a lot of the film work he does is it was primarily kind of from that show. That's kind yeah. of where that came from. Right. So. Yeah. I also just love David Cross. He's like the funniest <laughs> thing that's ever happened. David Cross hilarious. I mean, they're all so funny, but we are. Right? Yeah, they're uh, all they're, hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I've Almost started watching. Yeah. Sherlock. Uh, I'd never watched Sherlock before. I'm in season three right now, I think. It's another one where I think that one, though, like you start watching it, at least for me, and it's like, oh, this is actually really fun. It's really cool. And then after yeah. a couple seasons, you're like, wait a second. This isn't cool at all. <laughs> yeah, that that was my opinion of it, too. Like, wait, um, it, it Well, I think partially because the production values and the style of it early on, it's like, like fairly original and it's kind of fun to watch and the characters are you know for lack of a better term edgy and it's a different perspective of sherlock and kind of everything so it's fun in that and even early on the mysteries actually kind of were interesting and they kind of were solved like classic mysteries yeah but pretty early on even but especially in seasons two three and after they just get so bogged down and full of themselves with some like this stupid overarching story that makes no sense that the individual episodes suffer yeah. and i mean i won't go into too yeah. much detail but basically it just becomes like what is happening in the show and then it does, doesn't even become they're not even mystery shows anymore they're not like there's yeah. no way like the salt the puzzles that he solves have any semblance of what's actually happening in the episode there's no way like as an audience you were able to follow along it's just like oh magic i knew about this thing Audience, you had no chance to ever yeah. know about that. So here, I I prefer my mystery shows to kind of lead me on. Like it's okay that the de- lead detective Sherlock or whatever is way smarter than me. I'm okay with that. But you can't just close your eyes, open them, and and then have the mystery solved. Like you have to lead the audience. Okay. There. Well, and and he just kind of uses magic powers to solve. So it. like, are you saying like let's take for example that time when he got shot, and then like just in the in the moment of him getting shot. He's able to kind of like solve exactly how he's going to no, stay I mean, alive. That's okay. It, it's less to me. It's less about those individual specifics. It's more about like the mystery as a whole. It's like I think there's one episode where like like there's a murder out and by a river or something. And yeah, I remember he, that. One. Like finds out there's a boomerang that did it. It's like what? Yeah, what? That, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like how he, he's picked up on zero clues. How was did he figure that out? Yeah, it's just I don't know yeah. things like that, and and the other thing too is that it just they get so obsessed with this Moriarty rivalry and like this all this like and it, none of it makes any sense. Like Moriarty's been dead, but he keeps coming back. Yeah, then he's not, and it's all meaningless. None of it ever has any 
relevance to what's actually happening. It's just constantly teasing this like, ooh, something's going to happen. You bet you can't wait to see what happens. And then nothing happens. And then they tease more of what's going to happen when it ultimately I'd like to just like almost episodic mysteries. Like that's yeah. what the premise of the show, like at least, at least for me was like most intriguing part of it. Yeah. Um, well, I, I mean, don't know. Anyways, I don't I'm know. Just like saying, for Martin Freeman and Benedict Cumberbatch, they're just they're It's good times. Yeah, no, for here. sure. They're, I mean, like I said, I did like it from the beginning at the beginning. I just felt like it wore pretty thin after a while. So, I can't say. Yeah, obviously I watched it, so I liked it to some extent. Anyways, mm-hmm. but that's all old news. That show's been out for years, nigh <laughs> on seven years or something. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, that's what else. Uh, I watched. I saw Searching. That was a that was a fun movie actually. Speaking of mysteries, crime mysteries that you could kind of follow along with as an audience. Uh-huh. That Ooh. one's actually pretty good. Um, the gimmick kind of gets a lot of the attention it's like one it's film where it's like all shot from the pc desktop perspective you know or mobile devices or whatever they did that horror movie a couple years ago with the same kind of gimmick but but in this one it actually works because the story and characters are you know good in and of themselves okay so that layer of gimmick on top of it it's not like the whole film rests on that yeah the story and the characters are still strong enough that it could be told however way it just okay. adds an extra layer that way and it and, and it's and it's fun and kind of a good little whodunit a little bit neato yeah oh wait i got sean it reminds me of that the game like her story right? oh yeah mm-hmm. exactly yeah. Yeah. you kind of piece it together yourself and it's up to you like kind of how much attention and, and deduction and like involvement you right. want to be in, in yeah. on it so oh one last thing yeah. did you guys watch i'm sure you did the the blanket review I did not actually. Oh well, mm, let's nope. all watch it. So nope. he reviewed the Last Jedi. Or, yeah, not, I know sorry. he did, and I purposely didn't watch it because I don't know if I want to watch it. <laughs> yeah, same here. No, you should. It's actually it's it's good. It's, it's, it's better. It's better than his um than his review of Force Awakens. I would say. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of the Force Awakens review, and I remember I watched you know Red Letter Me is half in the bag, and they did not like. Last Jedi on the half of the bag, which I love Last Jedi, and it's fine. If you don't like it, that's fine. But I remember the Force Awakens review, they kind of trashed on Force Awakens for reasons that I didn't feel were very valid. But their half in the bag review, they liked Force Awakens. So it was like this weird thing. I'm like, I, I, I don't know. It was a little bit of just confusion. I kind of tried to avoid the most recent one, especially just with the, all the toxicity around Last Jedi. I didn't, didn't know how much involved yeah. they were going to be with that aspect of it. So yeah, apparently, it ruined Star Wars because they've already yeah, they've exactly. already canceled That's... all the, the the Boba Fett film and the Obi Wan film. No, like, well, that more, wasn't. More, no, that yeah, was the that Han was Solo film. film. That was not well, the Last Jedi. Yeah. Last Jedi had nothing to do with that. And they actually liked the Solo yeah. movie. No, no one likes well, the Solo movie. <laughs> they they actually did like the Solo movie, or more than the Last Jedi, at least in their half. Well, they're idiots. <laughs> Anyways, let's let's do a podcast about another review, an internet review show. Uh, no, I, I, I did I did watch it. most of that review, Vince, and I uh-huh. it was interesting. I thought at one point, I mean, honestly, it felt like he was kind of taking a middle ground stance on it, where he's like, "Yeah, there was good and there was bad," is what that review came off of to me. Like the the thing that stood out, I think, the most to me is like there was that bit where he was kind of discussing the goofiness of uh, uh, 
what's his face pilot pilot guy uh poe poe dammer uh yeah. yeah his whole thing where he's just be- being getting the given the runaround for seemingly no reason and yeah. they it feels like they they're making kind of a snarky joke in that right because then it's like what would you you know would you have liked him to sit there and converse with like all those around him like his superiors and his co-workers and all that stuff and like in star trek like picard would do and then he cuts the like a scene of Picard asking all the people of the Enterprise, you know, for their advice. But then that that those cuts just keep coming, and it happens uh-huh. for just so long that at that point, it also sounded like they put like a goofy sound underneath it. It made me yeah, think did. like they were making commentary on, yeah, it's not perfect, but this isn't Star Trek. So I mean, would you have rather it have been a thirty minute conversation piece like it is in like the Star Trek movies, or would you prefer it be an action movie like it's supposed mm-hmm. to be? So there, we could we should have a whole episode just on the Last Jedi slash fan reaction and Plinket review, all that stuff. I'd be down. Uh, sure. I mean, I would. I prefer we just talk about the well, not prefer, but the movie and the stuff surrounding the movie. I don't know if I want to review another review video. <laughs> They're dumb. They are about. dumb, Sean. Red letter media. <laughs> well, just just the worse. points that it brings up and how it how it invokes discussion. I mean, we could talk about those points. I guess. Sure. Sounds good. Okay. But let's talk <laughs> about crazy rich Asians because that's why we're here. Uh, I guess. That sounds like a good idea. Um. Yeah, Crazy Rich Asians. I mean, I guess spoiler warning, but I don't think this is a film that's even a big deal about spoilers. I think you probably have an idea of how this film is going to go before, if you know what the film is. There's so many you secrets. Uh-huh. This. If you've seen a film before. Yes. Um, but just in case, yeah, spoiler warning. So, um, yeah, apparently we watched this film and we're going to talk about it now. That's happening. <laughs> Apparently. Apparently. John, before we, we get into it too much, we did watch Black in eighth grade, Ryan. We could just try to like, yeah, take we did. over this we podcast easily and talk about those. could just instead. take over this about, podcast and talk about How about I just take over this discussion. podcast and spoil Spider-Man game for everyone? Is it good? Is the Spider-Man game good? Uh, it's all right. It's good. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> wow, gosh. <laughs> Actually, I am excited to play it. I haven't started it yet. I get, I'm going to get it tomorrow, so I'll... I'll Hopefully play it soon. Then we can both spoil it. Um, Wait, how does Spider-Man have a game when he's Ashes currently? (laughs) You know, it's funny because you can wear that dead Ash Spider-Man's costume and swing around New York in this game. Totally disrespecting Tom Holland. It's like teabagging Tom Holland. That's too soon. (laughs) He's personally offended every time you do it. Um, okay, crazy rich, rich Asians. I guess let's get into it. Uh, what what do people think? All right, Chris well, I, and Chris yeah. and Vince. Well, how about you? I I feel like you might have similar opinions, and I know. Okay, you wait a minute. Are, this review. So, so wait, are you I'm just trying to you say guys, that? Just straight up. <laughs> are you saying that because I am married to a woman who is of Asian descent, and Chris is? Wait, what? Is that, Paige, is, is, that Paige is Asian? Is that where we're going with this? No, I just. I thought she was uh, like Pacific Islander. I think it counts as Asian. <laughs> She's Page. Oceaniac. Does um, Pacific Islander not count as Asian? Yeah, it not in this country. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you're either American you or you're so, not. So Pages, Pages, Chinese, and and Spanish, primarily, but Chinese. 
that's not why I was saying that. I was saying it because you guys had seen the movie and were pushing for us to go watch that movie and review it. Ryan and I had well, not seen it until to be you fair, I did not push it. us to review it. I said that I could do it, but I did push you to watch it because I do like the movie. Oh well, there we go. So yeah, tell me, tell us, tell the audience what you liked. Why'd you Why'd you guys? I like mean, it? I guess right. I guess a broad stroke here is the, so you remember when uh what's that what's that horror movie that came out this year with jim from the office uh drawing a blank on it what no not eighth grade silent silent treatment a quiet place a quiet place actually it's funny that you say eighth grade because i do equate eighth grade to being a horror film (laughs) also Uh, uh so a quiet place you know how everybody was talking about A Quiet Place and it's just like, oh, this movie's amazing and so on and so forth. But when you go and watch it, you're like, yeah, it's got a cool it's got a cool little thing with the, the quietness. But other than that, it doesn't it doesn't do it. No, honestly, it does not do anything like that blows your mind, really. It, I, at least I don't think it did. But what I did, yeah, I what I, I did I think it did is it it did what horror movies do, but it did it really well. It, it, it was kind of like a masterpiece of that art. Right. It was just like, we're going to take what's been done and we're just going to do it right. We're going to, you know, do it really good. That's kind of what I feel Crazy Rich Asians is. is They took like that kind of tired out uh, rom-com type thing and they they made it their own thing. And they just kind of like they they honed it. They honed in on it and they're like, we're we're not going to try to shock the world with something new. What we're going to do is we're going to take the the formula that, you know, and we're just going to make it really shine. That's what. That's how I feel about Crazy Rich yeah. Asians. Yeah, I get that for sure. Vince, what same kind of same thing? Why did you like? It? Why did you like it? Well, um, I liked it for kind of just cinematography wise. Thought it was a beautiful looking movie. Um, I think that it also it was good to see the representation. I would say in the movie. I mean, I know that it meant a lot to to Paige when going in to see it. And I mean, obviously, I won't know exactly what it's like to not have my race represented well in movies. But I know having like a full Asian cast um, for like, you know, in a worldwide released movie or I guess an American. It's a, it, this is like a made by an American company, right? I don't actually. I think so. I don't remember what studio. Was it Universal? I think it was a mix. It It, it was a mix of American and Chinese companies. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, like seeing like. You know, an all an all Asian cast, and like, you know, perfecting or you know, making a really great movie on a genre that we have seen played out so many times, just primarily with you know, a white cast. I mean, like, it kind of. I'm hoping it's kind of just leading down a road of more of that kind of representation in different genres. Okay, they were the main one, but they had they had Chinese backing for sure. I mean, it's not like it's not like an an amazing movie. But I think that it's it's a really good movie, and it's a solid movie. Like, I can't really think of, other than maybe some of the jokes, I feel like were really, like, forced. Or, like, they kind of really tried to pound them, and I was like, eh, didn't really work for me. Some of the characters, I didn't really quite understand their motives, and I didn't feel like they were really fleshed out at all. But, um, I don't know, the main story, I felt, was compelling enough. So, yeah, and the shots of Singapore look cool, and now I want to go there. Cool. Well, there you go, folks. Crazy Rashians. Good. <laughs> go watch it. No, I mean, that's pretty. Is there any. What do you, what'd you guys think about it? Sean, what'd you think about it? 
Oh, no. It's fine. <laughs> Talk about a case of the Mondays. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I can't just... Yeah, all the stuff you guys said is correct. I I, I just... I, it's a film that I could appreciate, understand it's good, and I understand its value. I just... I just didn't really like it. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was well made, for sure. Um I don't know. There's lots of reasons why, um, which we could get into, but I think just overall, it just, it, I didn't connect with it really. Um, Look at then, Sean, white wow. American, not connecting. You didn't see that one coming. <laughs> um, I mean, I hope that's not the reason, but maybe, sure. It might be. <laughs> I, I don't believe that's why I did not really love it, but I'm not going to pretend like I'm you know, perfect or something. So maybe that's why. Maybe there's some subconscious level where they're not white, so I hate them. Um, but Are you edit if that's that out not of the, the reason. Uh, maybe. <laughs> but if that's not the reason, then the other reasons are mainly just because I felt like um, a lot of the conflict was not very, to me, really um, clear and prevalent, and really even there for like the first half of the film. Felt like there wasn't a lot like going on, and the stakes weren't really raised or clear until a bit later, which isn't ultimately that bad. But then also, I felt like a lot of the conflict that they did rise to me felt a little. It, it was never explored to me in the level that I kind of was was warranted the the scope of everything that happened. Like it, it just felt very like um, this is what the problem is. We're not going to show it. We're just going to tell you this is the problem, and so there you go deal with it um and i get it's a romance it's not supposed to be like this subtle drama about deep character introspection or something but i was just hoping for a little bit more on those levels um to me i guess part of the reason i was kind of joking about us even talking about it just to me it just it's like a film that i would not go see on my own it's like if we talked about mama mia or something like to me it's on the same level like again i'm not saying those films are bad or there's you know, or anything like that. And I'm always willing to go see a film I haven't seen before, but I, I feel like it was kind of what I was expecting and it's, it was sure fun and it was well made, but I don't know if I really got anything out of it, I guess. Yeah, I gotcha. Okay. I don't know. That's that my thoughts. Again, I'm not trying to be condescending or it's just kind of, I don't know. I don't know. Ryan, what, how did, how much did you love crazy rich Asians? Right? Oh boy. Oh boy. Well, actually, you know what? I want to clear something up. Um, maybe for the audience that's listening that hasn't seen the movie before. And like me was maybe confused about what this film was. So the, the film is crazy rich Asians. And I, I didn't know if, so the, the, the Asians that they're referring about in this film, are they crazy Asians that happen to be rich or are they rich Asians that are so rich that they're crazy? I rich? think it's kind of in, um, supposed to be both. I think that's kind of a- I, and, and I caught that like oh they're trying to be like a little pun there or like or like a little play on words or what have you. But as throughout the film, a character does make a mention. It's the the friend character, um, and she says that they're crazy rich. Yeah. That they're so rich that they're crazy. So I just want to clear that up for the audience. Hopefully that helps um, some people out there. Um, I'm glad I'm glad that you found second, one line in that movie to latch that whole rant into. Yeah, um, and, and second of all, on, on this film. That this this movie is in fact not a sequel to Crazy Stupid Love, as I thought it may have been. Um, it, but however, however, it does take place in the same cinematic universe. So I hopefully that will clear things up for uh, future moviegoers. Yeah, the post credit um, scene I think kind of hinted at that, right? 
Ah, yeah. I hope I'm, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. But Sean caught on something to something there. Um, <laughs> but in terms of my appreciation for the film, yeah, I think I'm probably closerly. Uh, closer aligned with Sean. I, I, there was literally zero surprises in this film for me. Um, I think I, if I had spent 20 minutes or 10 minutes with a piece of paper and a pen, I could have written this movie or at least all the beats um, and kind of foreseen everything that would have happened, um, which is a little disappointing. Uh, I kind of was always like a little bit, maybe something to defy expectations. Um, and, and also I, I, I yeah, I wasn't really, I didn't buy the conflict. Um, I think most of any of the conflict in the film was really driven by Michelle uh, Yu's character. I think, well, one, she was just kind of just carried the film, I thought. Um, but it was her just kind of saying, this is what the conflict is, and I'm conveying that through my superior acting. But the rest of the film didn't really deliver that, I didn't think. Okay. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. I mean, I didn't dislike it, but it was kind of like, okay, well, yep, that was a movie. You know, the conflict, I'm glad you bring that up. Because one of the things I I mentioned to Kay after we walked out of that movie was I liked that it avoided a lot of stupid tropes in these that these movies usually bring with them. And so, like, there's that scene at the end, right, where uh, the grandmother is you know, and the mom are at the party and they're like, we forbid you to see her, right? And normally you would imagine in this situation, the guy to create more drama or whatever hesitates or whatever, you know, does something stupid. And I thought like in this case, they, he immediately is just like, all right, screw you family. I'm out. <laughs> right. And it's like, I like that he always made the right decision. And so the conflict wasn't ever really between Rachel and Nick at all. And I like that they, that they kind of gotcha. axed that kind of conflict. Yeah, actually, that was interesting. It's interesting that you mentioned that because I, I actually had written that down that there was no conflict between Rachel and Nick. Whereas I thought that's so maybe that was one surprise that, that I thought that's where the film was going to take it. But if there wasn't a conflict, I, I am unclear as to why Nick did not chase after. Yeah, I guess did. That, I, I kind of feel. Uh, I didn't get that. He either. did chase like, after. If there was no conflict, between no, he them. waited three days to even contact her. No, they and then he did even come calling at her on her at her house. He made her a couple phone calls and text messages, but he knew where she was why didn't he come call on her i mean i imagine that he was you know trying to contact her through various means and he'd probably gone to the house and just been turned away and stuff like that in the past well show the audience but that. i think there well, i mean yeah i agree kind of show the audience that but i think there was actually a throwaway line that kind of they did have that kind too. of they hinted at the texting stuff to me though that it wasn't so much about even nick coming after her or not to me that the conflict was i mean you're right in terms of like it was a little bit unique but ultimately i felt like it undermined the entire that entire act turn right because she's like distraught heartbroken all this stuff but but why yeah, is Nick gonna betray her? Nick in loves her just well, as much as because, like, why because would... to protect Nick. Because I mean that's her whole thing, right? Is like she she thinks about no, it. but she, she doesn't does make it at that the end when she later. makes that realization. Yes. But at that time, she like if Nick's like, she, oh, no. I don't care what my family yeah. said, she'd be like, oh, well, that's uh, like she that I felt like her reaction was like out at like like if she still if Nick still loved her and never balked at her she would not react why does she react like that why would she react like that yeah i don't it didn't make any sense why she was she hold herself up in the cave because it's like well wait they're Nick and her are still cool 
but then the fact that Nick never came to call on her is like, oh wait, maybe that's why she's depressed because Nick's like ignoring her. Nah, I, don't know. I just I, that was a whole that whole sequence I was really like her whole thing did not was work. Just that she had been under so much pressure from the mom and everything that it just destroyed her. I guess I don't know. That's yeah, I, I don't think it, it was just like it. it was too much pressure. I mean, we've all I hope have been there. I mean, I guess I don't hope, but. I think I think we've all been there, you know. Where I hope everyone has been catatonic with grief. Well, no, no, no. What, what I mean though is just where where it's just been. There's been so much, and you're just like, I just want to be removed from everything right now, right? Like, I mean, I guess. But if in those cases you turn to the one person who you can trust and that loves you, and up until that point has given you no reason to feel like that trust isn't there listen listen we're and even in that moment if, it did if not what, give her if reason what i'm to saying is right trust. and he did like show up only to be turned away by her you know through her friend because she was staying at her friends the true villain here would then be her friend who listened to her so <laughs> think about that which i think we can agree is <laughs> right, the true uh, villain. Sure. though i do think Aqu- Aqu- aquafina which is a stupid name uh also the way she spells it like come on <laughs> yeah come on just, just yeah come on yeah she was also in that yeah. that Ocean's whatever movie. Is wait, was that who the friend was? That's Aquafina. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't. I didn't yeah. know. Yeah, she the she was in that 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 new Ocean's movie too. I actually thought she oh. was pretty funny. She was okay. She was actually yeah. yeah one of the more at least better characters I felt in the film in general. Yeah. Um. So I yeah I agree with in terms of that that major beat that kind of second act turning point for sure I um didn't. I, I, to me, it didn't really hit as hard as I think the film was trying to, or at least on, for me anyway. Um, but a couple other things, too, is I think <laughs> to a certain level, it's like cra- uh, crazy rich Asians and it's like showing how, you know, opulent and crazy these lifestyles are. But like, it's like the, the I don't know, the 98% or the 99% seeing how the 100% lives. Like, she was already pretty well off. How she the was 100% living in New York like it wasn't like she was like somehow some poor distraught like it wasn't that huge clash of cultures i mean yeah. i guess compared to anything that singapore lifestyle i'm sure is crazy but you know what i mean it's not like she's coming from dirt trash she's a well-off well-to-do could live yeah she, she's a professor at she's nyu pretty right? wealthy. I, mean, I don't know like, what that salary is but i'm sure it's pretty so good. to me they kept like trying to portray this like huge dissonance and this huge chasm between it's like no, she's she's kind of rich already. Like they're all just rich people. Our, Even she's a rich person. Rich. Professors, professors at a New York University. Well. Yeah. Yes, I, I would. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm looking at no, Thank you, Chris. I appreciate. I mean, it. maybe okay. Maybe she's not rich in the same. Obviously, not the same level as the, everyone else in the cast. Plus, that's, you know how expensive it point, but... expensive it is to live in New York. Come on, that's my point. But she can afford it comfortably. She's living yeah. a comfortable. I mean, comfortably, is it cheap? Look, I think it has to do, like, She's all look, about, like, Chris, Chris. It's nickel and diming be... when we meet her. Oh, my gosh. What? Well, okay. No, yes, she isn't. I think it... She, Chris, she she gets 200K. 200K. You think that's comfortable? No. <laughs> okay. But it's not about, it's not it's about not a, that. It's, it, it's nothing compared to my cool half mil I make a year. So, no, it's not oh. comfortable. I can't go back to that. I couldn't go back to that. <laughs> well, anyway, what I was going to say... I, and Chris, if that is true, could I borrow some money? But moving on, um, I think it has everything to do with like this. It's like a traditional kind of family, crazy rich traditional family, and like their way of thinking is like you got to kind of like this mom is thinking this weird person from New York is gonna 
keep her son away from her instead of joining the family business. And they're all about keeping the family together. So she wants him to like marry into another rich family. It's about like, you know, joining houses, almost like Game of Thrones status instead of, instead of like, you know, yeah, I get her. that that's what ultimately it's about. I'm just saying that the whole premise of her like not fitting in because she's not rich enough, to me it didn't it, it that did not work. That element of it. I'm not saying that's the only element I don't of think, the film. I don't think it was necessarily just, well, I, uh, I, necessarily like a money thing too. Not saying that wasn't a part of it, but I think the bigger thing I mean it's was, called crazy rich Asians. No, 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 Being no, no. rich was a huge part of the film. <laughs> I agree. Shut the central your, shut your filthy was mouth. not that specific about the money, but it is a huge part of the film. I mean, it's all, it's just the culture, right? Is She's not a Chinese in that sense. And that's my other, po- that's my other reason why I felt like the, con- like I said, the conflict wasn't strong and they just po- kind of told us what the conflict was, but they never even showed it. Like we get the big kind of when the mom's like, you'll never belong. It's not because you're rich. It's because you're an outsider. Right. But what have we ever seen her not fit in? Right. Because anytime she's with the family, like the Masons of the family, that dumpling scene, which I thought she was fits one of the in perfectly. Scenes, like, what about her? She, exactly, she fits in perfectly. Family. Everyone loves her, and and then later we're told by the ultimate matriarch that no, you're not allowed. But but why? You love Rachel. You've you have this because she she would be a blight on the the name of the family. But how? How? Yeah, because again, that's how she says she telling us this. she lied about her father. She didn't. I mean, actually. she didn't. No, 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 no. Yeah, I mean, that's, but I guess I mean, my point is this: okay. she didn't know, but I mean, that's why the grandmother turned against. But her. how would that even be a blight? How would that be a blight on the family? I mean, do you understand the Chinese culture and the importance of a name? No, over but there? I know in the world of the film, we have family members who are literally directors who go around sleeping with anyone. How is that not a blight? But on they, the family? but they maintain status. Right. What, yeah, it's not, you just said it's not about status. You no, about that culture. is literally it's all about the the protection of the name and the status. I don't understand. I think it's. I mean, the biggest thing is that they of need course Nick you don't. to You're run not the crazy business. Rich Asian Sean, and that that him marrying somebody who's a professor is going to keep him away from the business and from the family and joining them and being you know where he's supposed to be. And so, okay, I I mean I I will buy that. But the film never explicitly states that. If the mother or the grandmother says you cannot marry him or we will not allow because you will then not run the family, that would be more clear. But they never say that. They just say vaguely, eh, you, you culturally won't fit. Even I'll though you, you have shown that you culturally do fit throughout so, the entire film. There's unspoken things in my, in my years of being with um, an Asian woman and living around. One, not a crazy rich one. Um, but that there's like there's unsaid things unsaid like customs and different kind of like ideas that are kind of passed around in those cultures that maybe because the director was was asian and the whole cast was asian that it was kind of just something that they all kind of like implemented without even thinking they needed to explain it because it was already a part of their lives does that make sense yeah, I get. I mean, that's yeah, I could appreciate that. And I suppose it's a certain, you know, privileged point of view from my point of view, because I'm sure all Western white culture probably implements things that we don't outwardly explicitly state in, you know, most white films or, you know, most whatever traditionally Hollywood Western white films. Yeah. So like I, don't, sarcasm. I don't know. You're right. I don't. Cultures but I'm don't saying get in terms of what I observed in the film, those conflicts were to me, they were they were spoken, not shown. So to me, they fell flat. 
And and if it is a cultural thing that I just don't have that exposure and the filmmakers do and the audience that they're playing it for do, then uh, yeah, that's something that I know I I just can't appreciate and that's fine. But, but as someone who did watch the film, I, that's what I'm saying is I, to me, those things didn't, uh, they, uh, yeah, I just didn't get it. It didn't make sense to me. That makes a lot of sense. Thank you, Sean, for opening up about that. I think we've all grown. (laughs) You're welcome. Um, so, so I was just uh, while Sean was ranting, I was, was I was that a rant? <laughs> well, Sean was going on that crazy rant. <laughs> I was looking through. Could you tell? Liberal Here's a question sense. for you. Could you tell that this movie was directed by the main driving force of the Step Up movies? No, I couldn't. Um, I haven't seen any I of get, those. I did get a sense that this was it, like it, I did get a vibe that it was almost kind of a musical. Like it kind of had a very similar visual style. I mean, I do agree that like, if not the cinematography, then I felt like a lot of the coloring and like the color palette and stuff. I did like that part of it. It was visually a a fun film to watch, I suppose. So, Um, so here's a surreal little fact I found, uh, that before the director, uh, what's this guy's name? John Chu was signed on to do this. Uh, he this book was out right and in the book the main character rachel chu is actually it's mentioned at some point in the book that she is distantly related to john chu as a joke or whatever oh. so it's just kind of funny uh, that, yeah uh oh what a story mark he's in the film the director put himself in the no he's not in the film no it, I mean, he's not actually it was in the book he's, yeah he's in the world of the film. Yeah, he exists in there as himself. <laughs> He's in the cinematic universe. Uh, well, it is actually a cinematic universe because I think they're going to make a trilogy. There is a second this. movie, Crazy Rich Girlfriend, coming out. Mm. So who nah. knows where that one's going to go? No, I'm okay. No, I do see a section on Wikipedia that says sequel. Oh, boy. Crazy Rich yeah. Girlfriend. Well, oh, boy. No, it says... It, well, uh, wait, no. It was a trilogy of books, yeah. right? It says the book sequel so, is called yeah. China Rich Girlfriend. Oh, sorry. Yeah, China Rich Girlfriend. All right. Takes place are. takes place two years after the events of Crazy Rich Asians. Man, mm. and half the world has been destroyed because of Thanos at this point. Spider-Man's <laughs> just a little pile of ash on the yep. corner. His, I mean, pile, his pile of ash just seems universe, to randomly appear right? yeah. on street corners everywhere. For, exa- for example, after the end credits of this movie, um, Nick Fury shows up and makes eyes at Astrid. Uh-huh. I do remember that. It was I'd, like to talk to you. I'd like to talk to you about the crazy initiative. <laughs> yeah. I like how they do that, and we're supposed to know who that character is. Like, what? He's He shows up. Like, wait, movie, you, you haven't introduced this character to us yet. <laughs> they did, but it was the dumbest thing ever. What did I... Did... I uh... I was thinking, sorry, I'm just, I was having tangential <laughs> thoughts. Did anyone see the first season of the TV show, The Crown, on Netflix? Of the first season of The Crazy no. Rich Asians? Yeah, I did. Netflix. Paige, did you watch The Crown? That show? The Crown? Uh-huh. She did? She Paige, didn't? No, Paige thought about watching it. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> well, she'll know what I'm talking about then. Um, well, okay, well... If you know the anyways, my point is that this film reminded me a lot of The Crown. Ah, I see where you're getting um, at there. Yeah, I agree. 
have you seen the have you seen it no i just i just didn't want you to feel left <laughs> out you know i wanted to be in your corner well this is what i mean okay so the first season of the crown and i guess the second season you know it's all about queen elizabeth coming into become queen and stuff um and it's all the whole basic conflict of the show is about her personal and like emotional and family and connections reconciling that with the responsibilities and the opulent you know just like being the queen and it being more than just a person and and how those repercussions are felt throughout her family so like her sister who falls in love she can't get married and all this stuff and it just felt very much similar thing and it just to me like when i was at the second act turning point of the film when she basically runs out of the party screaming the worst part not screaming but you know sad whatever um like i almost wanted the film to end there like to me that would have been so much more innovative like like yeah you, yeah that's what like that would have been like whoa they they went there they did that like that was unexpected obviously i knew it wasn't going to because it was a romantic fun film whatever but like to me that would have been like saying something that would have at least said something to me ultimately i, I don't know what, what did the film say what do you guys what like what do you think the theme of the film was true love can conquer all even, was it even angry Angry uh, mothers and older families. So they're it's, so agree. they're against the Asian culture. No, that's just showing that my, some some, some older some it. older people in the cultures are stubborn in their ways, and that that love so can cover wrong. that. So they are saying you're, they, the film saying that those line, ways of thinking are wrong. Yeah, I do think that. Yes. Okay. I mean, to me, that's kind of like right. Doesn't that, isn't that kind of like I don't know, I don't know, undermining the whole idea of like these traditional Asian cultures and they're like, nah, we're still going to go with the American way. That's the right way. Well, I mean, it's just that, that not necessarily that it's the right way, but that's just the way things are going. Right. And that's so the way the, I'm saying as a filmmaker, you are making a statement and that's what happens. So, I, well, but my, I don't my counter, all... my counter to that isn't he's saying it is that the old way is wrong. He's saying, this is the way that it's going. It's going now to everybody is the American culture is spreading more across the world and it's everybody's starting to override other cultures in that sense to where it's like, yeah, don't be in those old ways. It's not him saying those old ways are bad. It's him saying, this is how the world is becoming. And then he does not say whether that's good or bad. I assume it's also, good. Cause that's what we is, are. I think he definitely is saying it's a good. Yeah. Thing. I mean, I get the uh, sense that I mean, like, the outcome of the film definitely pushes the point that going that way is good because the heroes, the protagonists of our film get what they want and they're happy in the end by following the path they've chosen, which is in this case, or at least as Sean describes the American. Sean also, this is in the genre of rom-com. If it ended the way you want it to, it would be a drama. It would not be a (laughs) rom-com. I get that. Like, I don't really think the film should have ended there. I just felt like, oh, that would have been, oh, whoa, I didn't see that coming. They're actually saying something. It would make me think. I mean, obviously, I've thought about it probably more than I should have based on the discussion. You know, they should have just gone full red wedding style when that wedding happened and that can't help falling in love with you. Everybody just pulls out katanas and kills each other. Why not? Uh, Sure. Just (laughs) full on red wedding. That'll 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 move the chains. Uh, Yeah. I do I, actually. Also, the music was kind of fun. Um, just kind of trying it was to figure out all over oh, the what, place. I know this song. What what song? Yeah, what is this song? That was kind of fun. Music was all over the place. They had a Coldplay cover. Yeah, they had so many yeah, covers. I think that yeah, they had like a Puff Daddy really cover. 
more money, more problems. I mean, I think also too, I kind of, because the whole, I kept kind of was hoping, well, not hoping, I guess it's taken my own, you know, personal judgments and baggage and stuff. But like throughout the film, it's constantly reinforcing that rich is better, right? Never once. Would you disagree with that, Sean? Well, I, I don't, I guess. You would disagree with that? That rich is better. Yeah. I would your life would your yeah, life not be true. better if you were rich? I know it's just depressing. <laughs> I guess that's my point. Is that if, like on that level, it was kind of depressing. But I don't know if they were intending. <laughs> well, then there you go. Thing. You got your depressing story that you wanted. Sean, I mean, the world is depressing. You don't need a movie to tell you that, though. <laughs> yeah. You just step outside. But it's a rom com. That's my point. Is that like usually in these like station in life, like right? Usually in these big films with like big rich people or something, and they ultimately like oh. You didn't have to show me you were rich. I liked you for who you are. But when she buys the expensive dress and everything, he's like, whoa, you look amazing. You look way better in that really expensive dress. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. But I mean, yeah. well, like, look. Or even like her friend Astrid or whoever, she like, I have to hide me spending money. But in the end, it's like, nope, I'm just going to spend all the money I want. $1.2 million on earrings. That's the correct way to live. Yeah, I thought Astra's character and her husband was going to be the more, or at first was the more interesting story because it was like, oh, they're they're actually making maybe some sort of commentary on the whole rich thing that you're saying, Sean. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, you don't have to be rich or how we value things in society. But then that kind of devolves and kind of just turns into something. I mean, and then I, I'm not going to disagree with you. It is kind of devolves into nothingness. But I did like it overall, though, because, you know, like that whole yeah, that whole I thing like where that. he was pretending that whole time. Right. And he was just yeah. like, uh, well, it doesn't it right? doesn't. But well, I mean, obviously he was cheating on her. That's kind of a trope. Yeah. But, you know, like just yeah. the whole money side of it where he was yeah. like trying to hide his pride. But then in the end, I mean, she knew all along. She met, mentions it the first time we ever even see the guy, but yeah, just I thought that was yeah. interesting, and you know, and then at the yeah, end, I thought it was know, her just being like, you know what, you're right. I shouldn't. If this makes you feel bad, I shouldn't have to hide it. And but you blew it, so get out. Yeah, I mean, I, I did feel ultimately yeah. that story kind of devolved. I lost interest for a while. It was the more interesting, I think, story of the, the film, um, especially in the first yeah. half and the kind of middle part. Because like I said, to me, the conflict in the main story didn't really rise until she got to the honeymoon or the, the bachelorette party. Like they had hinted at small little things, but none of it really manifested anyway. And there was really no actual conflict for what was happening. It was yeah. just them on some fun, which is okay, I guess. It's just them on a fun Singapore adventure. Beautiful adventure. That that there's a certain entertaining appeal to that. I get that. Yeah. But just conflict wise, there just wasn't really like here, let's go to this cool place and let's see this cool thing. And let's go to this cool place. And then oh, now there's actually stuff happening in the plot and it's gonna further what's reminds you know, me of the drive the uh, conflict. Of, uh, the Avengers three movie. Sure. <laughs> Wait, when is is are we gonna get a trailer soon for Avengers three? For Crazy Rich four? Hades too. Uh, for Avengers so. four. No, we don't even have a trailer for Captain Marvel. Why would we get a trailer for that? God, nobody cares about Captain Marvel. I think a lot of people care about Captain Marvel. I I at least footage and so do you see the pictures for it. I mean, I it's haven't not seen not a trailer. I've... If yeah, look, trailer, if Captain Marvel plays a big part in defeating Thanos, I'm gonna be upset. I mean, she, she absolutely said. is going to play. Take it. She's going to play. She's going to be the part. most 
pivotal part of defeating Thanos. That's the clearly. stupidest thing that you can't just introduce a character and then have her be the in one movie and then two months later have her be the one who defeats Thanos. It's the dumbest thing. I hate it already. Welcome, welcome to comic books. But I don't Damn. but this this goes against everything the Marvel Universe, cinematic universe seems to have stood for. Her and Iron Man <laughs> it stands her right. and Iron Man and <laughs> Captain America will all have equal parts to play in Thanos. Look, what defeat. is the culture? But of she the she is going is to she is the... going to carry it past these old horses uh, contracts. So also, like, what is this movie? Are they all just going to gang up on Thanos on a farm? Is that what this movie is? <laughs> I wish <laughs> a farm because that's what he does. Farm. No, that's that's honestly what Thanos is doing, right? He's just on like a farm now. Like, I hope they just... they hope they walk up with a little bit of wheat in their teeth, you know, and you know, chewing it in their mouth, and maybe just a little drawl, you know, just like Thanos, you knew we were coming for you. Guys, why are we talking? We're t- trying to talk about an important movie here, Crazy Rich Asians. Stop. No, we're still talking about it. Actually, this is this oh. is pivotal. This is all part of that universe, Sean. Didn't you see the after the after after credits credits scene? Like the my best. So this is the film. To my my telling of the film or my take on the film at its best is that it's a modern fairy tale. Yes, if okay. That's how you describe the film. I'd be like, okay, sure, fine, and I could get behind that. But if I start to look at it closer, that's when I'm like, eh, I don't know. I don't know. Like, Sean, have you ever you examined? Just kill all rich people. Rich people are awful. I mean, like, that's if you are spending 1.2 million dollars on earrings, you are a bad person. Unequivocally, a bad. <laughs> I'm not joking. You're a bad person if you're spending 1.2 million dollars on earrings. Uh... That no, there's no. It's not a joke. There are literally people <laughs> dying. Like Sean, 1.2 million dollars. I'm not I'm laughing hearing. because it's not a joke. I'm laughing because of how upset you are and how correct you are, actually. Because you're right. It's hilarious, but I mean, you know, what? Are we gonna go murder this person? <laughs> like, are we gonna say like if you buy expensive things? All right, you knew what you're getting. You're going to jail. I'm just saying that, like that. I'm just saying, like it's hard to get me uh, get emotionally behind these characters when they're doing like that. And like, oh, that's supposed to be a save the cat moment or something. Like, no, it's the opposite. You just killed the cat to me. Oh, anyways. No, I get that, but that's the thing is rom coms are never meant to be like scrutinized that meticulously like I it's suppose it's just a know. rom-com like just it is it's a well-made mm-hmm. one yeah of it course is, yeah i agree i'm not gonna dispute that also what like i'm trying to think if there's that much funny stuff in it the biggest okay so i will say the biggest laugh that that, that when i was watching it in the audience was when um when she goes to her friend's house the first time and she's meeting her friend's family and ken um Jiang. ken jong you know He's kind of talking about his family himself, and he described, or he's like, "Oh, I went to Cal State Fullerton," and because we're I was I live in L.A., everyone in the audience just thought that was hysterical. <laughs> that was the biggest laugh. <laughs> you know, Sean, we'll just, just okay. real fast back to what you were saying. You, you you said like under more of a microscope, a closer look, it starts to fall apart, and to me, that once again puts it in the same. Like the same exact vein as a quiet place, because when you take a closer look at a quiet yeah. place, that also starts to unravel pretty quick, right? And I, and I just agree like the, just like the logic uh, of the just world like it's a rom com, just like it's a rom com, it you know, I think pretty much 
horror movies are the same thing. They're just bound to unravel if you look at it too close. Well, uh, to me, the difference is that a good horror movie, the logic may of the world may kind of unravel or how, you know, how this world makes any sense and how people live in it. I agree that if you start picking apart, there's things that agree don't make sense and it's not an excuse for it but i think in terms of the story the thematically the characters the central conflict those still things those are still things that i think hold up and to me those are the things that kind of start to get chipped away and break up at least in in this case and just in general you know rom-coms in general those are the parts that i feel don't hold up if you examine them and those are more important like ultimately yeah obviously you want a plot that makes sense but if the story and the characters and the thematically are more relevant and significant and affect you as an audience, I'm more willing to overlook those plot holes. Whereas if the if the characters don't connect with me, I don't care if the plot is, you know, perfectly, you know, watertight. Mm-hmm. If I don't care about the character, who cares? You, you kind of get what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm not saying that I don't care about the characters in Crazy Rich Agents. I'm just saying in general, you know rom-coms and and for the most part i didn't connect on those levels at with this film on some of them i did i i mean i don't know i guess i'm just thinking over my issues with it and talking about it as i think about it with you guys on this podcast that other people may be listening to just talking about thinking about talking about was that your song sean yep well, I guess that's all we really have to say about it, huh? <laughs> we all loved it, Sean especially. Yep. It's the next. I mean, I go. I, I, I maybe. I don't think I came across as I hate it, though. Did I? <laughs> maybe I did. No, I think what you said. Ryan or I felt like we. Hate, I don't think like Ryan hated it. I don't think right? Ryan think said more it? than two sentences about it. Really, this whole time. <laughs> Are we still? <laughs> I think it was a movie that I tuned out when we started talking about Thanos, so I just started tuning back in. I think it's uh, it's a movie that we probably didn't expect to have to review, but because I asked if we could review it, we were okay with reviewing it because you guys are good friends and Vince, you realized you just, I hadn't done one in a while. If you just want to talk to us, That's you could just be like, "Hey, can we talk? You know, we're here right. for you. We're here for you, man." Sometimes I want to talk. I'm not. No. I don't agree to that. No, it's got to be about a movie. Um, what about a yeah, show? I feel like that's an accurate description of why we're talking about this film. All right. <laughs> so we'll all be there front in line for the sequel. Yep. Just ready to watch it. And also, everyone's too beautiful. Come on. Throw some ugly person in there. Give it, come Are on. you saying Ken Jeong is beautiful? Um, I would. He's a, he's a cute guy. <laughs> yeah, but it's because you guys dated for a couple of years. <laughs> It was still yeah busy when he went to Cal State Fullerton. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, all right. Well, yeah. Is there anything? Any other thoughts? Final thoughts on Crazy Rich Agents? Um, well-made rom-com. It's a genre that you can never really like look under a microscope too much because everything obviously falls apart. It makes you it makes your heart flutter a couple times, which is really all a rom-com can ever do because it's never meant to be more complicated than that. The I mean, end. We kind of we kind of talked about this. My little last note. Uh, the only time we actually talked about acting was in the two sentences that Ryan threw out there. Where, he, but I actually I think Constance Wu or whatever her name is did a really good job as the lead in this movie. 
the guy the oh, guy yeah. the guy was a little wooden but i thought constance Wu was very likable and i could i could feel like her her strength and stubbornness and everything through her acting yeah she's better on this than i think she is in fresh off the boat which i like but she's completely different character in that yeah uh yeah i thought she was okay i thought she was good for the most part all right (laughs) (laughs) i know some strong statements there all right cool well um for all of you people who are somehow still listening to this after you found out that we're talking about crazy rich asians or if you somehow knew beforehand that we were going to be talking about crazy rich asians and then still stuck around for 20 minutes after we talked about tv and movies and video games before we started talking about crazy rich asians we didn't talk about video games at all Oh, that's true. Yeah, we do. We I've talked about Spider-Man. Fun video games. No, we didn't talk yeah, about Spider-Man. Spider-Man. We talked about that before we started recording. Way to break the meta, Vince. I could have sworn I asked you. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> anyway. We'll, we'll go back to the tape, Johnny. And I don't know. Anyways. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for standing after the credits. Like us and all this stuff. We'll try to pull up more episodes more frequently because more films that we are going to watch are coming out, I feel, in the next couple months that warrant some better I want to do I haven't even seen it yet but I want to do First Man um, sh- sure First Man it's un-American Chris that movie is going to be amazing <laughs> um, sure I'll talk about that there's also a lot of games actually that come out I wouldn't mind talking about some um, Spider-Man for one but uh, Tomb Raider comes out tomorrow well, it's already out recording tomorrow um grand theft auto comes or not grand theft auto red dead redemption comes out soon um i don't know lots of things are coming out and emmys are next week and i don't know we could talk about some other things all right (laughs) sure anyways i'm gonna go watch my dc shows now that that service is out (laughs) man never speak of those on this podcast as long as you're not watching the dc movies Oh yeah, Superman's no longer Henry Cable. No, Henry no, no, Cable's no. That Witcher. is not confirmed. Okay, he's the Witcher though. That is confirmed. He's the Wicker Man. The Witch. Yep. <laughs> he's Nicholas Cage. Not the bees. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's end this before All right. it gets worse. Okay. Thanks for listening, everyone. Catch us next time. Ryan, say bye to the people. Bye. See you another time. <laughs> Love you. Oh geez, what have we done here? Thank you.